I'm Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A Podcast. Cool new animated series coming to Hulu this Wednesday, November 17th. It's Marvel's Hit Monkey. Joining me now, co-creator Josh Gordon. Josh, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Great to have you on the show. I've seen the first few episodes, and the experience for me is it feels like I'm watching a big live-action movie, but the show happens to be animated. How did you want to approach this show? Well, you know, it's funny. Coming coming out of the movie space, you know, I think we write and ultimately kind of direct with that kind of a, a scope in mind. So we really wanted it to have a cinematic kind of big feel. And I think that's what was so amazing about, you know, doing it as an animated show because it allowed us to kind of dig into, you know, these epic kind of, you know, the, the Japanese Alps and the, and the Tokyo, you know, underworld and all of these different environments that I think would have been almost too big uh, you know what I mean, to achieve uh, in a movie about a character this kind of obscure. Yeah, you say that about Hitmonkey, and, and he is a newer character in the Marvel world. How do you feel like he fits into the Marvel TV and film world that we've seen over the last uh, decade, decade and a half? How does, he, how does he fit in, and also how does he stand out and feel kind of unconventional? You know, he fits in because, obviously, you know, he was a, a sort of limited run you know, from 2010, and he definitely was on the peripheries of the sort of Marvel world. But like all kind of cool characters that within that universe, he somehow found his way to the center. I mean, he started to, to sort of uh, run as a fellow traveler to Deadpool. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. there's, there's amazing episodes of, you know, Spider-Man that kind of, that kind of talk about him. And, and, and he was folded in because I think he was just, in a weird way, so unique and not like a lot of other characters. And so in the way that the Marvel, the larger Marvel Universe, you know what I mean, not necessarily the, the you know, MCU, but the larger Marvel Universe is able to kind of have this sort of diversity of tone and, and kind of scope of characters, um, he definitely fits into that. And, and it was an amazing kind of opportunity that we were given by the Marvel television people to kind of pick him out of, you know, pretty much relative obscurity and, 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 and create a whole show around him. We had been obsessed with him for 10 years, and, and a lot of our friends had been obsessed with him for 10 years, and, and we kept pitching it, and everybody at Marvel was like, yeah, no, we get it, it's really cool, and, and, and really the team over at Marvel Television were like, yeah, let's run with it. So it was a pretty, it was a pretty unique opportunity to kind of take a, a more obscure, uh, kind of tonally more, you know, out there character, definitely you know, R-rated, definitely harder uh, than you're used to seeing in, in a lot of the Marvel stuff, and it was it was a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, Hitmonkey's a unique character, so is Deadpool, at, at that combo definitely popular online, and what you're saying reminds me of uh, Rocket Raccoon a little bit, too, with Guardians of the Galaxy, picking that whole gang out, but also him as a character, and look at what we, they did with that, and look at what they you do with this show. It is a wild show when it comes to the violence. This is not for kids at all. Does some of what you animated even shock you? Uh, well, yes, uh, and this is what was so amazing about working with the animators, you know, because we wrote it, and then it would come back in its, in its 
rough form, and you'd be, whoa, that's <laughs> okay, we're going there, huh? And and the great thing was is, you know, Marvel and everybody were like, yeah, I mean, we don't want to make the watered-down version of this, so let's let's go for it. You know, there were certainly a few things that, that, that got cut, uh, <laughs> but for the most part, it, it really survived um, pretty intact, so we were, we were psyched about that. Some intense, wild sequences in it, and you've got some big names in the voice cast, including Jason Sudeikis as Bryce. How were you able to shape this complex character with him? Because as you watch him over the, the at least the first few episodes, there are layers to his character. The way he looks at certain characters and the way he says certain things at certain times, uh, there's definitely some depth there. Well, that was really one of the centerpieces of the show, was really doing this kind of you know, badass kind of revenge saga with all the characters, but also trying to tell deeper stories with, with all of them. And we were really lucky with, you know, Jason, with George Takei, with, with Olivia Munn, with Ali Mackey. Uh, all these actors are such good actors with such range. And we tried to write characters that were really um, complex. And, and Bryce is a pretty, he's a pretty tortured, complex guy. In a lot of ways, he's the bad guy. You know, and, and it's sort of him realizing, oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm the person that did all these horrible things in my life, and, and I'm coming to really regret them. That gives that character, uh, you know, his watchability, his likability. You sort of empathize for this guy, even though, you know, you see the destruction that he causes, both in Monkey's life and in the lives of pretty much everybody he touches. And Jason, as an actor, we've always been, you know, huge fans of his. And, 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 and one of the things that he's so good at is, you know, he can play this very kind of funny, witty, you know, sometimes snarky character, but he, at his core, he's actually a really decent and kind of likable guy, as you can now see in, in Ted Lasso. And so he's really able to kind of walk that line of creating characters that have depth and also are are funny and drivers of comedy. So that, that was really important to us. And what's really interesting is that Bryce drops nearly as many pop culture references as Ted Lasso does. Right. <laughs> do, you think, do you think that Bryce and Ted Lasso could get along? I think Ted Lasso would be really polite and nice to Bryce and probably walk away from him immediately. <laughs> yeah, is as as soon as Sudeikis as Bryce was starting to say these, I go, yeah, wow, he's he's really getting into the pop culture momentum. It's it's a core part of that character. And you mentioned Olivia Munn. Uh, she has been part of the Marvel world for quite a while now, with roles in Iron Man Two and X Men Apocalypse. Could you tell in working with her, her love of Marvel really came through? We did, and you know, this is our this is our uh, our second project with her, and you know, she's always been that cool, you know what I mean, uh, fan uh, that can you know that can spout off every uh, detail of every character, and she really, when we were doing certain scenes, actually helped you know kind of shape some of them, uh, and you know, so she's sort of an encyclopedia. Uh, of that stuff. So that was really helpful. Uh, but she's also just a great actress and a great voice actress. And so she was really able to kind of add depth to the character of Akiko, who's a pretty complex character. You haven't gotten there in the season yet, but she in many ways has the biggest arc of the season. And so, um, and so that was really important for us to get her for the role. And, you know, luckily she said yes. 
Yeah, good, good. Yeah, you can tell that Akiko has a lot inside of her that she wants to get out emotionally, and that's the same with what Olivia Munn does in a film. Uh, she's in a live-action film in uh, right now called Violet that she's very good in. I've got Josh Gordon with me, the co-creator of Marvel's Hit Monkey here on the LCJ Q&A podcast. It premieres this Wednesday, November 17th on Hulu. To public knowledge, this series has been about three years in the making. Obviously, with what you've told me, you've wanted to, you and uh, Will Speck have wanted to make this for uh, a little bit longer than that. I know there were some things going on at Marvel during this time of Marvel TV going into Marvel Studios, and there were people online when the trailer for this show came out who said, "Oh, great! This show is here. It's actually made. It's here." From your per- from your perspective, was the show in any danger, or did you always feel like, you know, we're safe, we, we want to keep moving forward with this? You know, we never felt it. It's one of those things when you're in the bubble of making something, you know, you hear rumors and you hear, you know, mumblings, but we were pretty far into the process when that changeover happened. And, you know, Marvel, uh, you know, likes the show, and so they let us kind of continue with it. And in many ways, it was sort of a dream project because, you know, we were left largely to our own devices. You know what I mean? So mm. we, we didn't have a lot of meddling. And, they're, you know, not that they're meddlers, but there was, a, there was a good kind of creative support that just continued sort of from the original uh, people at, at, you know, at Marvel Television straight into the sort of Marvel Studios folks. And, and you would only get notes of like, yeah, this is cool, keep going. You know, so it was, a pretty, uh, it was a pretty seamless transition. You know, the other thing that's kind of funny for people online is, you know, Marvel's an incredibly secretive company, you know, by necessity. Mm. And so they don't talk about the projects that they're making while they're making them. And so everybody's a little bit surprised, like, oh, it's still going, but it wasn't like they were going to kind of talk about the project when it was still under the tarp. So it was, in a lot of ways, kind of good, because I think we came up and just sort of surprised people. Yes, yes, and it's gl- glad you have all that support from Marvel, and yeah, surprising people, I think you've got that fan base that is ready for this show, and you're sticking with animation uh, for a little bit. You're making a movie called Lyle Lyle Crocodile, based on the book, uh, which is, I guess, going to be a live-action animated combo movie, right? What, what can you tell me about that at this point? Yeah, we're shooting it right now. We're really excited about it. It's based on this you know, beautiful children's book from the 60s called Lyle L. Crocodile. And, you know, it's, um, it's a live-action, you know, CG hybrid, so it'll be a lot like uh, Paddington in that mm-hmm. way, where we're shooting it all in the real world, but the character of Lyle is this incredibly sophisticated CG kind of creature that inhabits it. Uh, it stars Javier Bardem, um, and Constance Wu and a whole host of other really, really amazing actors. And, um, you know, it's really beautiful. We've been shooting it in New York, and we're shooting it here right now in Atlanta. And it comes out uh, next Thanksgiving. Fantastic. About a year away. Families will really look forward to that. And I want to also ask you, you and Will co-directed uh, a movie that will be turning 15 in March, which is Blades of Glory. And... It's it's such a funny movie. I remember when I saw it at a screening, I laughed so much. And it'll always be a part of, of pop culture history because it was one of those four-in-a-row films that Will Ferrell did with the sports movies. You know, does that does that sink in for you and, and you realize, look, we'll always be remembered with this movie as when Will Ferrell had that stretch of sports films? You know, first of all, uh, I can't believe it's 15 years, but um, secondly, you know, yeah, I mean, it was it was one of those sort of, you know, charmed films. You know, we loved working with Will. He's obviously one of the funniest, most incredible, you know, people, actors on earth. And, uh, yeah, the movie just really kind of 
came off uh, came off really well. You know, we Ben Stiller was our producer at the time. We had a lot of really talented people working on that movie with us, and 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 it just worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and we're super proud of it. Um, so you know, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier with with having been a part of that, been part of Will's uh, legacy, and 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 uh, you know, you just look every movie that every project you work on that survives and sustains and reaches people that's that's why you do this job because it's 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 great to have people come up and say yeah i like that oh yeah and i think people are going to come up to you about hit monkey before i let you go here when hit monkey quickly becomes a hit for hulu and for marvel obviously you've got this movie i know you got lila Lyle crocodile i know you've got another movie in the works as well what do you want your next chapter in the marvel universe to be that's really interesting. Uh, there's a couple of projects that we've flirted with over the years, uh, and some of them have been filtered into the larger universe, and so I can't talk about them, but there's definitely a couple projects that we've been in conversations with that we've been excited about uh, and that hopefully get made, because uh, this was an amazing, this is our first sort of Marvel experience uh, and it was it was amazing. I mean, just the fan base, the kind of depth of the universe, the depth of the characters. It's 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 a really exciting world to be part of, and it's definitely something we'd like to continue. Nice, nice. Well, I can't wait for Marvel fans to watch this. Hit Monkey premieres this Wednesday, November seventeenth, on Hulu. Co-creator Josh Gordon. Thank you for your time today. All the best with Lyle Lyle Crocodile, and thanks for being on the LCJ Q and A. Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com. This is the LCJ Q&A Podcast.